Hello, and thank you for listening to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. We're going to call this Say What You Need to Say. And I believe that John Mayer, um, I believe that was the name of one of his songs. I know it was I know it was a lyric, Say What You Need to Say. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. We've, we've all grown up, for the most part. I, I can't speak for every single human being on this planet. But I think that I can safely say that most of us have grown up not learning that we need to honor ourselves, how we feel, what it is that we do feel like we need to say. Um, growing up, and you've heard me say this time and time again, you know, typically it was kind of, it, it's unspoken, but it's keep it to yourself. Don't ruffle the feathers, you know, just deal with it. Uh, you know, you, you made your bed, lay in it. All these things that we say to ourselves, these unconscious things that come out of our mouths on a regular basis. And they send energy, they send a vibration. And this podcast isn't going to be necessarily about the energy and the vibration, but I do want to bring our attention to that because I feel like I'm here on a mission to help empower people to change the way that they have been thinking, feeling, doing, experiencing their lives. And one of the biggest things that we can do, and self-love, okay, I'm, you know, all of this goes back to self-love because when we start to value ourselves and say what it is that we do need to say, that is showing ourselves that we love ourselves. We love ourselves enough and know that we matter enough we're good enough to be able to say the words that we need to move out of our bodies for a lot of reasons. It's, it's nurturing. We're taking care. This is self-care that we're doing for ourselves. So we've all had these moments of frustration. And I will say for most of my life, I think you don't realize it until you hit certain moments in life could be relationship that tends to bring a lot of things out in in all of us because these are the relationships that help us grow the most and trigger those pain points within us right our wounded child the past the past that we keep recreating probably every single day when we're not aware of the patterns right the things that we think the the emotions that we feel, all the common denominators that add up to this moment of now. And today I want to talk about I'm gonna I'm gonna share two two situations. I'm gonna share one personally here. And that is sometimes what we do know what we all know what it's like to have moments of frustration with somebody let's call it a love relationship because like i said that's where it really shines um but it could be love with family too right any any deeply feeling relationship sometimes we carry around things for years sometimes we're aware that we are and sometimes we're not aware that we are 
sometimes we have these moments of frustration where we walk away and we finally realize that, oh my God, I've been keeping quiet and I've been holding this in for, you know, a long time. And what I found for myself, and I try to honor myself, I try to honor what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I need to say. Okay, I am one of those people, definitely. But even I just hit, right, another, another, I don't want to say layer, um, but I just hit a new realization. Let's put it like that. I have been friends with someone for a really long time, and we have a very close bond. And we definitely, you know, can trigger each other. And we have gone through a period of time where we have been really distant for various reasons. But we have recently been communicating more. And so, (laughs) you know, sometimes you have things that, we're going on and you have distance and so nobody's really dealing with it, but then you come back together again and then all of a sudden you might feel like, oh, here we go again, right? Because we're touching on the stuff that wasn't necessarily resolved or talked about or looked at or owned, right, on either, on both sides, whatever those things are. So we don't feel like, so we feel like the past shows up with us all the time. Bottom line. But I just had a an experience where I had a moment of frustration and I tried to I tried to say, OK, you know, talk myself through it. OK, Kim, you know, like, what is it that's going on? What are you feeling? Because I can't get away from my feelings anymore. Like I, I must address these things as they come up because I know what it feels like to allow things to come up and not resist them and let them flow through me. And that's a much better feeling than it is resisting and pushing it back and away. Because for me personally, and I'm thinking that it might be for everybody, the more we push it away and the more we resist it, it builds up, right? It's like that pipe that gets clogged and then finally it gets really clogged. But once you you know, you loosen the clog and you clear that away, all of a sudden, whoosh, you know, the water goes through the pipe and you feel better. So I had a situation where all of these things from, let's just call it years, all of a sudden I realized all these things, what I felt, I seeing metaphors, looking at this relationship that I shared with this person and seeing metaphors, seeing metaphors of them and their life and what they're going through, seeing metaphors of me and what I'm experiencing and feeling. And I can only speak for myself. So myself felt like I literally had a piece of duct tape over my mouth for years. I've been feeling this way. I'll call it three and a half years. And I realized this the other day. And I was like, I am not, now that I'm, thank you for helping me realize this, right? I am not going to carry this anymore. I'm going to get this out. I'm going to share it. And if this person, you know, doesn't feel like it's important to them or they don't feel like, uh, you know, whatever it is, if it doesn't resonate with them, that's fine. I just at least needed to get it out. And I did. I did. I, you know, 
put together an email, whatever. And I have to tell you that I was shocked at how good I felt, like I did not realize. And I think I'm pretty much on top of a lot of things for me, myself, personally. And I had a moment of unclogging the pipe, like within five minutes of sending, of hitting send on the email. And it was, and this person probably didn't read it right away, right? Probably read it a few days later, whatever it is. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. What was important is that I was able to get it out and send it. And this is what I want to talk about, the importance of saying what we need to say, the importance of honoring ourselves. We may not always have the person that we feel like we have so many challenges with. We may not feel like we're ever going to have them available to us, to hear us, to acknowledge us, um, you know, to, to look at us and say, I'm really sorry I did this. I didn't see it the same way you did. You know, we might not have those moments with people. So we can't wait on the other person. Okay. My email may have never been read. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter because I was able to get it out and I was able to get it down. Now, that's my situation. Now, I've recently come in contact with, you know, a, a, a client of mine who, you know, expressed a different type of relationship. This is with parents, right? Parents constantly not realizing it, but putting pressures on their children. And, you know, I see this with all of us parents. And I know that I did it in my, you know, when I was raising my kids, but I didn't see it. And, of course, now my eyes are a lot more open than they were then because I've had, like, my awakening journey and, and all that good stuff. And here I am helping other people realize theirs. But what I will say is, if you're in a situation, you're a young person, you have these relationships, whether it be mom, dad, siblings, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, it's important. If you're carrying something around, you need to say what you need to say, right? Say what you need to say. And my ideas are this. If you can speak with the person, awesome. But let's be aware of the intention behind the conversation. Because I, I do not, I, I want to help you avoid setting yourself up for downfall in the sense that when we make a choice that we, you know, love ourselves enough to speak to another person and tell somebody what isn't working or what I feel like I need to say, whatever I need to get off my chest, we have to remember it will profit us if we remember to not have attachments to the way that they're going to respond. Okay? This isn't about hoping the other person responds the way we want them to. That's not what this is about. This is merely about you 
saying what you need to say. So first, I want to say that. So if you have someone who's willing and, and you know, cares and wants to be engaging with you and have a conversation, great, wonderful. But try and stay focused on what your intention is. Your intention is speaking and sharing, right? And not on how they're going to respond or react to you. It's it's for you. I suggest that we can say anything in a loving way, okay? I know sometimes we get real passionate. We can lose ourselves. But focus on having it said, but in the most non-triggery way or the, you know, the higher, higher road way, if you will. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but let's go back to this. Um, let's go back to parent-child situation because I do work with a lot of millennials and they, you know, all of us can relate to having feeling pressures from family, parents, Okay feeling pressures that we're not doing something our parents want us to do, think we should be doing, and they can't, the parent is uneasy about it, so they keep, they don't mean to, but it feels like a dumping upon the child, okay? Parents don't realize it, but kids take a lot of, you know, I want to call it crap, okay? Especially today, kids take a tremendous amount of crap from society, parents, education, you you name it, I feel like they're somewhat of a dumping ground. So, and that's another podcast in itself. But right now, let's say we're in a situation, let's say I'm like in my mid-30s and my parents uh, keep hounding me to get to go into this type of business or go into this type of relationship or they're pushing a person on me, you know, that they think I should be with and they have the top 20 reasons why I should do this and make this choice and all these things. We have to find a way to move the energy of feeling repressed, right? When we feel like we don't have a voice. And we may not feel safe to say to mom and dad, no, I don't want to do it. It's not right for me. You know, why? Because well, a lot of reasons why, right? We don't want to let the person down. We might feel like there's a hierarchical situation, which is, you know, how a lot of us have been raised, right? There's an order, and because I'm older and because you're my child, um, I know more than you, and I know better than you. But the truth is, that's not typically the case. I, I feel myself that we are here because we're here to learn about ourselves, what it is that we need, what it is that we want. We're here to value ourselves, have more self-worth, and know that we're good enough. And however, this can be challenging because we haven't been doing life this way. But now's the time for all of this to start changing. So anytime we start changing something, it's really uncomfortable, typically for all parties involved. New muscles, new neural pathways, just all kinds of change. So in order for us, because the focus here is saying what we need to say, in order for us to feel as though we were able to at least say something, if you can't say something to mom or dad, you can do a voice recording, okay? You can send it to them 
or you might not ever send it to them, but you can at least move it and get it out of your body. Move it. Move the energy. Okay? Write. I love writing. I think writing is really powerful, but it depends on what you feel works for you. You can sit down and write somebody a letter. Okay? You can burn it up if you want to. You can send it to them. You can go outside and you can bury it. You can do what, whatever you want. I recommend starting to find a way to start being a little um, upfront, truthful, honest with whoever you're in the relationship with to actually find the voice. You know, it's not like you wake up tomorrow and you become like a brand new person. But what it is, is finding ways to let people know that what they're pushing upon you, if you feel like that's your situation, that it doesn't work for you. Right. So if you have mom and dad who are down your throat and they keep asking you and they keep hounding you and checking on you to make sure you're doing what they want you to do. Keep in mind that they're doing this because they're uncomfortable. Okay. It's, it's not right, okay, trying to get somebody else to do something so we can feel comfortable. That's pretty codependent behavior. It's unhealthy for us, okay? Even though, or not even though, but remember this comes from a couple of places. It comes from fear, and it comes from love, right? The fear of you not having the life they want you to have. The fear of you not being happy. The fear of you maybe living alone, because to them, these things are really a big deal, and they bring up a lot of fear. The truth is, is that they love you, and they want you to be prosperous in life, and they want you to be fulfilled and not be alone, right? We always want for our children what we feel like we didn't have, and we want for our children happiness, and we're going about it the best way we know how. So it's not that anybody is trying to hurt the other person. They're trying to do what they feel their job is. And, and that's cool, okay? But I, So I just want you to know, keep in mind, it comes from a good place. I believe that. But we still need to find a way to say what we need to say. So if we can start maybe letting the person know, you know what? You know, maybe you're talking to mom, maybe you're talking to dad. Okay, mom, dad, I hear what you're saying, but it doesn't feel right for me. You know, and then they might go down the list of why it, it should feel right for you. And so you can let them go down the list of why it should be right for you. And then at the end of the list, you could say something like, Mom, Dad, I hear what you're saying, but I'm feeling a lot of anxiety, and I felt this way for a long time, and I'm trying to let you know that that isn't working for me. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel good to do X, Y, Z, to do, you know, whatever it is, right? Now, they don't have to listen, and they may keep kind of, you know, pushing it back on you. Or perhaps the other person, you know, on the other end of the phone or, you know, in your conversation will actually look at you and say, 
oh, okay, you know, maybe they'll ask you a question, well, what does work for you, right? But just letting people know that it doesn't feel right for you is a different, it, it, will, it could stop them in their tracks because you're, it's not like you're saying, I don't want to listen to this, you know, I don't, we say, we often say the same things to people over and over again a lot. It sounds like it's rehearsed, our conversations when we get heated and in arguments. So I'm suggesting you kind of like stop and say, hey, you know what, that's, that might be good for you, right? That might sound good to you, but it doesn't feel right for me and it doesn't sound right for me. And my experience is when people realize that their agenda might be really different from your agenda, they all of a sudden don't feel like they have the right to interject, right? They can bring up the past and way the, you know, maybe the family's always done it this way or all these things. But I, this is just a suggestion of how to begin you speaking your voice. So I'm going to tie this up because I've gone a lot longer than I thought I would. So how do we get, how do we say what we want to say, what we need to say, okay? We can do it from writing. We can do it, you know, email, writing, voice recording, um, and save it for a rainy day. We can send it to the person. We can burn it if we need to. And we can also have a dialogue. And when we have the dialogue, remember to detach from the outcome of the way the other person's going to behave respond, react, whatever that happens to be. This is about you speaking on your behalf. It's not about what the other person is doing or not doing or choosing. This is where you're, you are empowering yourself to say what you need to say. And keep in mind too, we can say little things like, I hear what you're saying, but that doesn't feel right for me. You know, this, this is my life and I have to do this the best way that I feel about it, right? Um, you know, you had your chance to do it and now I got to do mine. And this feels more like a parental thing, but it, it doesn't matter who it is you're relating to. Your feelings are valid. Your experience is valid. Okay. And I work with couples. All right. And I will tell you that both people experience the relationship differently. Of course, it's always going to be that way because we're two different people and we've had two different real different life experiences in a lot of cases. It doesn't matter. You're both right in feeling the way that you do. Okay? It's important for us to begin to allow ourselves and to value ourselves and honor ourselves for where we are and how we feel. And that's how I'm going to leave this. Um, I appreciate you listening. I hope this was helpful. Always love to hear from you. And I will talk to you really soon. Thanks so much. Have a great week.